Shri Gauri Vaishnava Guru Parampara Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. So we're continuing our discussion of Raghunuga Bhakti as explained by Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupada in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Tonight we come to the final section five verses Rupa Goswami is discussing Sambandhanuga Atta Sambandhanuga Sa Sambandhanuga Bhakti Prochate Sadbiratmani Ya Pritibi Adi Sambandha Mananava Rupanatmika Now Sambandhanuga defined as follows. The devotees define Sambandhanuga bhakti as that bhakti in which there is a constant contemplation of oneself as a parent, friend or servant of Krishna and identification with the role. So here, Sambandhanuga is described the atmika, or the essence of which is the concentration of the mind in the um, idea of a relationship with Krishna as a parent and as well, as it will be explained in the next verse, as a friend and as a servant. Lubdir Vatsalya Sakyado Bhakti Kartyatra Sadakai Prajendra Subaladinam Bhava Chestitam Mudraya. Practicing devotees, greedy for parental, friendly, or servant relationships, perform this bhakti with indications of the behavior and mood of Nanda as a parent, Subal as a friend and and others. So we know, of course, that the from our previous discussions that the Sambandhanuga follows the Sambandarupa Ragatmikas, those devotees who are paradigmatic figures in the Leela of Krishna. This would be in this case Krishna's parents, Lake Nanda, Jashoda, Krishna's friends, Sridam, Subal, Stoka Krishna and so forth. Krishna's servants like Patrak, Raktak. These uh, persons are uh, absorbed in Samandarupa, in the form of a relationship, loving relationship with Krishna, or a love uh, of Krishna that's based on having a relationship with him, a relationship like a son or like a parent um, to a son, like a friend to a friend, like a a uh, servant to a master. This section of Raghunuga Bhakti, as we know, has been distinguished from Kamanuga Bhakti, which is the love of the gopis that's not really arising out of any particular um, relationship, um, allowable relationship in the context of the 
of the Leela, because it's not Swakya, it's not married, it's unmarried love, and so it arises out of calm only. It's been distinguished. This is the uh, super excellent form of Raghunuga Bhakti, and Sambandhanuga Bhakti is like a, uh, has a life of its own, and, it, and at the same time is an assisting role in, in Kamanuga, either directly or indirectly. And as you'll see, the primary form of it, which has um, uh, appeared in our, our lineage, is um, closely connected with that in a favorable spirit. Sakurasa, that is, uh, is, is favorable and complementary to Madhurya Rasa, whereas Vatsalya Rasa is, is not it's in opposition to it. And Dasyaras is uh, uh, doesn't play much of a role. Hmm. Of course, the antagonistic Vatsalyaras is only f- for the sake of of Leela and so forth. Hmm. But these, anyway, these three relationships are what constitutes some under Rupa Bhakti. So, following in the in the wake of those, pursuing those same kind of relationships, this is some Nuga. Hmm. And here it's mentioned that one should follow them by way of their behavior and um, mood. Mm-hmm. And the commentators, Sujiva Goswami and Bishwanath Chakrati Thakur, have emphasized that there's two ways in which we can identify uh, with a person. We can identify with a person by way of wanting to be that person. Hmm. Or we can identify with a person by way of wanting to be, in essence, like that person. To be a person ourselves, different from that person, but to follow the same mood of that person. Hmm. And it is this latter way in which uh, one is to identify with the various um, devotees that exemplify Samananuga Bhakti, either in Vatsalya, Sakya, or Vadasya, Rasa. Whereas the formal way in which one identifies with a person and wants to be that person um, is, is um, antagonistic to uh, Raghunuga Bhakti to the extreme. Hmm. It's uh, ahangrupasana is the term that's used, self-worship, uh, self-meditation. And um, we find Krishna engages in this in, in the, in the, in the Dwarka Leela every morning. He meditates upon himself. Hmm. Um, uh, that term has been used by the Acharyas to refer to this type of identification. It's, it's not a it's a self-identification. Anyway, wanting to be that person is not necessarily self-worship in the same way, but uh, that term has been used. And um, and uh, they say it's antagonistic because these are real people in the Leela. And wanting to be them, that will be um, hostile to others. If you want to be Nandamaraj, it means you want to be the husband of Yashoda. I mean, how is she going to feel about that? Hmm? She's not going to like that very much. So this is not how to proceed. 
who enter the Brajlila. And the Brajlila, of course, is about following these people, hmm? following them in spirit and in mood and trying to imbibe that mood and, uh, and, and attaching oneself to them um, and their, um, their sentiments and so forth. So as we know, it's anuga, it's following. It's, it's not imitating, it's following. Um, it's not wanting to be them, but wanting to follow them. Um, so, this way the, uh, the identification that's described here as central to Raghunuga Bhakti has been qualified. Vishwana hmm. Chakravarti Thakur has taken yet another opportunity here, really kind of created an opportunity in a sense, to again um, distance the teachings of Rupa Goswami from the ancient, that was still current at his time, misconception about Raghunuga Bhakti in which one would follow in the Sadaka Deha, imitate in the Sadaka Deha what the Siddhas do in the Leela. He says, the phrase with symptoms of the mood and behavior of Subal and Nanda needs to be explained. Hmm? So one should identify and uh, with the symptoms and mood and behavior. So, again, it, it this could be misunderstood. I should identify with the behavior. I should act like a, like a, like a cowherd, like a, like a, Um, one of these uh, paradigmatic figures who I'm to follow in the footsteps of. Yes, we should, but not in the Sadaka day. And if that's not understood, he said, then people won't, they didn't, we don't find them following a codice and accepting a guru. We don't know who Subal's guru is or Nanda Maharaj's guru or these things aren't discussed and so forth. Um, uh, they do they do worship there and so forth, but even Krishna during the Govardhan Leela asked his parents, is this uh, worship of Indra, is that something you guys just made up? Or does it have any parampara to it or anything? Is it indicating that the Braj people are kind of like, ostensibly or on the surface superstitious and maybe questionably uh, questionable with regard to Vedic adherence and so on and so forth. It's so far off the map, if you will, of the Veda that it may look as if it's contrary to it and so forth. One has to look closely hmm, to, uh, to see that it really is the essence of it and, uh, and it's an embracing of the essential teachings of the sacred texts and so forth. So again, he takes another opportunity to, to emphasize that if one doesn't take shelter of a guru, observe a codice and all these things and so forth... Um, using the argument that you know Subal and others didn't do this, then he says they go to hell for that. And they don't go to the Brunch Leela at all. Hmm. And the the moods of these devotees that are to be followed are um, described in the Bhagavatam. Hmm. He makes this point, and that in the Siddhadeya one is to um, pursue those moods and conduct oneself or cultivate those moods and that behavior and so forth, the internal siddharupa. Um, it's significant, though, that he, that he mentions that these moods, feelings, 
roles and so forth are delineated in the Bhagavatam. This is precisely what the Bhagavatam is about. It's different from other uh, Puranas, and even the Sattvic Puranas that uh, were, that glorify Krishna, Vishnu, Krishna, Padma Purana, Vishnu Purana, Padma Purana in particular is full of descriptions of Krishna Leela, and some details are given there, the names of different uh, gopis and gopas and so on and so forth that we don't find in the Bhagavatam. Some some gopas' names are mentioned. There are no gopis' names mentioned directly uh, in, in, in Bhagavatam. Hmm. A few cowherds, Stoka Krishna, Subal, Sridham, Sudam, um, and one or, or two verses. Um, and you go to the Padma Purana, you'll find so many details, or the, um, what is that other Purana? Um, I can't recall now. Um, no, no, no. Uh, Harivam's Purana. Hmm? Family of, of Hari. Bamsabhari Purana. Uh, so details are given there. We shouldn't think that those books are giving more details, more nectar to memorize and, uh, and, and repeat to others and so forth. As sometimes we found devotees get preoccupied with memorizing the different, different details, colors of dress and names and so on and so forth. Um, now the Bhagavatam doesn't have time to mention the details, it's too much absorbed in in trying to very feelingly portray the leelas and, and and the bhavas that that um, they're constituted of. So it's really, This is as it says at the onset is what it's about. So it's going to focus, and 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 Parikshit Marsh doesn't have a lot of time. He's got seven days, and Sukadev has to give him everything. So he's going to minimize certain details. He's going to maximize time spent on trying to, of course, establish the Siddhanta, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, and then, then, having done that, so to speak detailing different ashray tattva or ashrita tattva, sheltered tattvas, hmm? Krishna being the, the shelter-giving tattva uh, of the ten subjects of the Bhagavatam. This is what we're going through in the different uh, cantos leading up to the tenth canto and so forth. By then, it's understood, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, Krishna's not an ordinary person. And then the ordinary leelas of Krishna, hmm? the wabi-sabi, Personality of Godhead. It's a <coughs> Japanese term, of course. That, that I like that. Uh, it 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 sees. It's it's that art and whatnot that sees perfection in imperfection. So, humanity is is imperfect, beautiful, but almost beautiful because of its imperfections. Hmm? Yeah, love is an imperfect kind of perfection. Hmm? Uh, in love, one cannot see objectively, clearly, as we often say. One, love, one, love, in love, one turns faults into ornaments. Hmm? The objective vision is though the person has a fault, but if you love them, you're able to convert those into ornaments. So, 
So Krishna is, is the uh, is the is the god of love, the transcendental Cupid. He's human-like hmm? and uh, imperfect. It would appear in some respects, hmm? in, in need and uh, uh, and uh, even being defeated by his friends in Samanandoga Bhakti and tied up by his mother and so on and so forth. Hmm. So, having established who he is. Uh, from one point of view, from tattva, then the bhava is, is brought out. And uh, not that it's exclusively in the tenth canon, but that's what it's focused on, of course. And 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 the stidanta is there too, and the bhava is also in the other other cantos. But comparatively speaking, um, the tenth canto is more showcasing the bhava and and the, what's being described here. Those sambandhuga moods and um, uh, feelings, activities, and so forth, that one is to follow in the wake of in Sambandhanuga Bhakti. Hmm? Um, so, it is the par excellence uh, uh, book amongst the Puranas, the essence of the Veda and so forth, the essence of the Vedanta, and it wastes really no time. Hmm? Um, and as I say, Sukadeva didn't have a lot of time to enlighten Maharaj Parikshit, so it cuts to the chase, as they say, and in, in comparatively speaking, in language, from a literary point of view and from a feeling point of view, the way in which the leelas are described in the Bhagavatam is such that it gives you, it, 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 it is enticing, it's inviting, it's compelling. You won't find this in the Padma Purana or Harivamsa Purana, just going through some some details, not to minimize those books and so forth, and some leelas are discussed, but not in the way that they are in the Bhagavatam. The Bhagavatam is seeking to draw us into its pages, hmm? to, to to read it, nityam bhagavata seva, very carefully, under regularly, under good guidance, and develop a taste, hmm? and enter into the, the, the book will certain pages in the leaders will begin to speak to us in a way that's that's compelling and and we'll make entrance there. Hmm? So he says, those moods that you are to follow in your Siddharupa, they're found in Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? Then he gives two examples hmm, of this in the past, in ancient times, Sambhananuga Bhakti. And again emphasis on Bhagavatam will be given and in, in, in a particular way and very relative to how we're, we're talking about it. He gives two examples of Vatsalya Rasa. One of a, of, a, of a carpenter and one of a king. It's said, he says here in verse 307, in the scriptures that some old carpenter living in Hastinapur worshipped the deity of Krishna as his son. On the instructions of Narada and attained the perfection of having Krishna as his son. And Jiva Goswami's commentary, I should say, gives another example of a king, King Prabhakar, hmm? mentioned in the Skanda Purana in the part spoken by Sanat Kumar. That story there is similar, but he was a king. He was a king and he had, a son. He had no son and he thought that he had didn't have the karma to have a son, so um, he didn't desire one. He thought he was not destined to have a son. Uh, in that way, but he wanted to have a son nonetheless, so he decided to have, he'd like to have Krishna as his son. So, um, 
thinking in that way installed the deity of, of, of Krishna, did not be shaken and, and worshipped Krishna as his as his son. And so these are two uh, examples. They're ancient examples, and they're prior to Chaitanya Vaishnavism, and so some of the details that we talked about that need to be in place and so forth are assumed to be in place, like having acquired taste from previous life, and you might ask how Nard could give him Vatsali Bhakti, but Nard gave him some instructions, Nard appears in so many devotees' lives, like Siksha Guru and so forth. don't think that anything is contradicted here in terms of what we've discussed um, Thus far, these are, as I say, ancient pre-Chaitanya um, Sampradaya examples. There are examples by which Rupa Goswami, again, is trying to put this on the scriptural map now, Sambandhanuga. There are people who have followed this and attained this. Vishnu hmm? Thakur takes, again, the opportunity to emphasize that uh, one has two forms that one is to engage in uh, in service of the Lord in in uh, Raghunuga Bhakti, the Sadaka Deya and the Siddha Deya. And here he emphasizes that they were very active in their Siddha Deya because they did Archan. And Archan means you have to be very active. You have to so many times ba- bathe before dressing the deity and offering the Artik and you have to cook for him and uh, he has many many things that he re- requires throughout the day and so forth. So it's a very active life. We te- People tend to think of Raghunuga Bhakti as very inactive and uh, smarnam and so forth, and this is the main limb of it, but the sadhaka day is to be engaged as well. We shouldn't think that somehow we're at a loss. We haven't got time to sit and meditate because we're so engaged in other uh, practical services like, for example, here, like serving the deity and so forth. No, it can be done. Hmm? Should be done, indeed, he says. And uh, in, the, in the context of cultivating a particular um, mood. And he says, Vishnu Chakri Thakur, that the king entered, uh, arguably the carpenter, and this is a nice two points to you could be a king you could be a carpenter uh, if you have the feeling if you have the sincere desire and you approach the proper way uh, there's no material qualification qualifications other as we know it's spiritual it's the urge the longing the taste the liking for that uh, and what happened they entered hmm? the idea is they they attained perfection means they entered the he says, they entered the Brahma Vimohan Leela. This is a prominent Leela in the Bhagavatam, as we know from the point of view of Tattva. It ch- ch- covers about 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, four chapters. The point of view of Tattva, in the context of the narrative of Krishna Leela, it very powerfully um, presents Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam is that one part of that one line from the third chapter of the first canto that the Bhagavatam is said to revolve around. It's the password, so forth, for getting in and understanding the tattva of the Bhagavatam. And Jiva Goswami wrote his whole treatise, Krishna Sandarbha, on the basis of this, showing every statement that agreed with it and everyone that seemed to disagree with it in the Bhagavatam and showing how it actually doesn't disagree and and so forth. But um, And people will have complained that at a one line you're making so much, hmm? 
Jiva Goswami in one place said, well, big things, some expensive things come in small packages. Vedanta Sutras are very concise and short, but there's much deep meaning in them. Just because it's mentioned only Krishna's two, Bhagavan's um, four words, uh, they're powerful words, they're significant. But that aside, there's a whole four chapters of the 10th Canto of the Bhagavatam that explain this. Obviously, when Brahma saw that that innumerable Narayans and Brahmas and Shivas and so forth emanating from Krishna, at the end of the Brahma Mimohan Leela, he understood that Krishna was the source of Narayan, and his prayers very much bring that out. So from the point of view of tattva, it's a very important section of the Bhagavatam. However, it's also very important from the point of view of Bhava. Hmm? And so here we find that those who entered into Vatsalyaras, uh, these ancient examples, and obviously the implication is modern examples as well, they entered into the Brahma Vimohan Leela. What, what happens in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, of course, in this regard, is that the, the, the cows in Vatsalya Rasa, the parents in Vatsalya Rasa, got the opportunity for one year to have Krishna as their son, to have Krishna as their calf. The mothers to nurse him, the cows to nurse the calves, the fathers to fondle the, the young uh, lads, their children, and they were directly Krishna. Hmm? This is, of course, just one, one, one year, and we may wonder, well, so they didn't get Vatsalya Rasa any other time? Every, every day is an eternity there. Every year is an eternity. Every aspect of every Leela. One Acharya I know of made a comment that his aspiration was to enter into a particular time of the eternal Leela forever. Hmm? Just like the Leela's divided into, into an eightfold a typical day in the life of, of Krishna. Hmm? There are obviously, this, this, this is just an outline, and there are many things that could happen within that. Those are the wonderful things to find out that are the pastimes that aren't recorded and so forth. Hmm? It will appear in your own heart. Hmm? Uh, the Goswamis bring such pastimes out to some extent, put them in, in their grantas, their lila grantas, that we don't find in the Bhagavatam, but they're based on the Bhagavatam and so forth. So, the... Uh, the idea is that one could enter into one time, one section, forever. Hmm? So it's not a, as linear as it it, it sounds. Hmm? Um, it doesn't mean that everyone will do that, but uh, it just gives us some idea of how to think a little differently about it than we do with our minds naturally and how they work our minds in an effort to control it, understand it, um, limit it, and so forth. So no, it's, it's these leelas are all, are all rasa and bhava, and and so the point is in the context of leela, they they got Krishna directly as their son in Brahmavi Mohan Leela. It's prominently it's a prominent opportunity. They took advantage. That's where they entered. Um, of course, at the same time, the general idea is that that following a Brajbasi, for example, in Vatsalya Rasa, one will follow Nandur, Yasoda, and so forth. One might uh, appear as a nursemaid 
in the family of Nanda Maharaj, and Krishna would pass over to you, and and uh, and and also you are serving the Rani. I mean, in, in Sakirasa, Subal has millions and millions and millions of assistants, all following his bhava. Hmm? You read uh, Radha Krishna Gonateshtipika, Rupa Goswami describes the different uh, parents of uh, and uh, family members and and so forth of different principal devotees you find that that Sridam is the the brother of Radharani hmm? and uh Bishabhanu and Kirtida, the father and mother these kind of details but we don't hear that um that um what is his name hmm. What was his name? The follower of Sarup, of Gopakumar, who Gopakumar enlightened. Gyan, Jana, Janendra, I forget. Anyway, he attained Sakyarasa. Gopakumar in Vriyat Bhagavatamrita tells his story to the Mathura Brahman. The Mathura Brahman was a, devote, was a devotee of Radha. He was a devotee of Durga, but Durga is a manifestation of Radha and another name for Radha. And and Radha considered him one of her servants. And when he came to Vrindavan, by her arrangement, she had told this um, Sarup, uh, also known as Gopukumar, in his sadhaka day to go to Vrindavan and enlighten this fellow. Hmm? Bring him into my service, she told him. He delighted in this. Hmm? It's mentioned in Brihad Bhagavatam. He delighted in even his own confession. He did not, he had to not go cowherding with Krishna for the day. Hmm? But he had special service of Radhika. So he thought there's no loss whatsoever. This is better. I'll please Radha and then Krishna will be more pleased with me even. Hmm? They think a little like that. He exhibits also there in in Brit Bhagavatam, this Sarup or Gopakumar, this Priyanarmasaka um, rasa, another uh, division in Sakya rasa or in Samandanuga Bhakti. So at any rate, he he um, enlightens the, the Brahman. He tells him his whole story, captivates him, touches him, blesses him on the head, and he. And he becomes enlightened, and they see Krishna hmm? coming with his with his cows, and they, Krishna falls on them, picks them up, and 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 he, and he he uh, is it him or maybe it's Sarup, both of them. Hmm? I think it's actually Sarup when he was and he's Gopakumar when he's telling his story. He becomes uh, a member of, of Radharani's family. Hmm? He tells the story. Oh, I was, uh, Krishna brought me home to his house. Hmm? He, uh, for, for lunch, for breakfast, and uh, Rohini was, uh, and Yashoda serving out, Radharani had cooked, and uh, and then some sweets were placed on, some Manuhar Ladus were placed on Radha's plate, uh, Krishna's plate, and Krishna took with his thumb and, and finger and, and tasted them. Oh, he went like this. They were very bitter. Nanda Maharaj is thinking, what happened? How could a mistake have been made in the cooking that something bitter would have been put inside the sweets? This is a disaster. Hmm? 
and and and, and Krishna is showing a frown, and Radharani is concerned, and and this this uh, Sarupa is wondering what's going on, <laughs> what's happening, and so and, and Krishna takes the sweets and throws them on his plate, hmm? and so he so he takes them and eats them, and he's surprised they're absolutely delicious, hmm? and then he realizes. Oh, Krishna's just playing and pretending like this that 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 he doesn't like the sweets coming from Radha and so on and so forth. Then he 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 starts to enter into the, the spirit of it and so forth, and and he he understands that oh, I'm a member of Radha's family. Hmm? Uh, I'm a brother of um, Sridham. Hmm? That's why he threw them on my plate. Hmm? So he, he's, he's he's finding his whole his way there, <laughs> and uh, so the point I'm making, of course, is that how many how many how many family members or how many brothers of of um, of, of Sridham are there in the family? He has millions of cowherds uh, um, following in his footsteps, and so this is the general course. They participate in all the, the daily leelas, and they assist the leader, their group leader, who they follow. Hmm? And there may be group leaders within a group leaders within a group leaders, and so on and so forth. And there's a whole hierarchy there, and it's not that one has to directly offer one's breast in Vatsalya Rasa to Krishna to have the full experience of Vatsalya Rasa hmm? by serving Madhya Soda and one can experience. But this is a special opportunity that they had. So he mentions that Leela. And it is a prominent Leela for Sambandhanuga Bhakti. Um, as I said, from the point of view of Tattva, it's important, but the, from the point of view of Bhav, it's also very important because perhaps no more than anywhere else in the Bhagavatam, it showcases this, uh, this uh, Sambandhanuga. And so a slight reference is given to it here. We could go into some, some details of that. Um, um, we find, for example, in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, we find that that, um, that that all three of the moods of Balaram. Balaram is, is the best friend of Krishna, so he is in Sakirasa, but he also has Vatsalya and and um, Dasirasa in his um, ecstatic content, his makeup. So his sakiras is nuanced by these two. All three of these, of course, are uh, showcased in the Brahma Mohan Lila, directly or indirectly. Um, the the Vatsalya, hmm, where he is a well wisher of Krishna, like a guru of Krishna. Um, I've described him as the Mariyata Purusha in Krishna's life, who makes sure he's following, doing behaving properly and so forth, which is the role of an elder. Uh, he is not directly in the Brahma Vimohan Leela. He didn't go on that day, but his not going um, nonetheless requires permission for it to go on. Hmm? Normally, Balaram comes in the morning to the courtyard of Nandamaraj and blows his uh, conch shell and zillions of cowherds assemble there. Hmm? But on this day... Krishna himself went and and early and blew his conch shell or his his bugle, excuse me, 
buffalo horn, and uh, and all the cowherds assembled, and Balaram couldn't come. It was a, a kind of a birthday of Balaram. They would celebrate uh, annually the birthday, and then the auspicious constellation, uh, however it appeared monthly, in a corresponding way. So he was stuck at home. Some relatives were there. And as a young boy, he was bored to death because the relatives were around and he couldn't go out and play. And so he sent a message to Krishna, I'm stuck here. I got this guy sitting on a couch like a log and I can't move as a result of it. I know you're up to some something very mischievous today um, to rise early like this and uh, so forth. But anyway, he had my permission. Go ahead. Hmm? So giving the blessing, the Leela proceeds, of course. And then in the Leela, the typical day in the forest, the games that would be played, the sports, the interaction with, with one another between the cowards and Krishna are very beautifully brought out. They're dancing, they're singing, and so on and so forth. And obviously, Balaram wasn't there that day, but this is the typical type of relationship that Balaram has with Krishna. So his Vatsalya, his Sakya, um, and his Dasya is also brought out in the end of the... Th- 13th chapter, when Krishna starts to reveal what happened and how the cowherds had been uh, kidnapped by Brahma and how he manifested himself as the, as the cowherds and continued as if nothing had happened. Malaram started to see this in phases, it's described. It was uh, the illusion that Krishna had put him in. Hmm? Krishna had to put him in illusion because if he had known if the cowherds had been stolen and were in a cave, how would he, you know, he wouldn't have been able to continue on. He would have had to go and get them out and, <laughs> and perhaps take on Brahma or something. So, uh, so he was covered by a power that Balaram could understand could only be the power of my, my Lord. So he shows Dasya Bhakti in his prayers there. So all three of these moods are showcased. And then in Brahma's prayers, primarily Sakyaras, obviously, it's it's the whole uh, picnic lunch and, and the killing of Bhagasur and the boldness of the cowherds to go into his mouth and and so on and so forth. Um, um, without fear, the fearlessness of, of Sakyarasa. And, uh, but, but in Brahma's prayers, it very much comes out also. He begins... His, uh, his prayers in the 14th chapter by a beautiful glorification of Krishna's form, describing the, him like a, like a dark cloud dressed in lightning hmm? and uh, with kun, gun, gunja berry earrings and, and carrying under his left arm a flute, or his, his excuse me, his, his bugle and his stick with the rice and fruit and the yogurt in his left hand. Um, in the, the flute stuck in, in his belt. Uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful description uh, for meditation on Krishna in his Sesh Kumar Leela. This is the end of his Kumar Leela. It's just beginning as a calf herder. So it's the, it's the beginning of, of um, the whole of um, the, the heart of Sakyarasa. Sanatana Goswami Prabhu says that, that with deep yearning hmm, to attain that form, to attain a relationship with Krishna in that form, Brahma is reciting these prayers. Hmm. We know, as I've mentioned and we discussed at length, Brahma was given the opportunity for Sakyaras at the time of his initiation in the Chatur 
sloki section of the Bhagavatam in Brahma Vimohan Lila, he's getting the opportunity to see what that's really about and see the kinds of people that he should follow in the wake of hmm? what what is the nature of their love. And he he although he glorifies Vatsalya Rasa hmm? of the uh, and and the cows and the elderly uh, gopas and gopis, the, the, the verse that follows that with greater emphasis, he says, "Aho bhagyam, aho bhagyam, nanda yon mitram paramanandam puna brahma sanatana." We discussed this already in the context of our our um, going through these verses, but um, he, he he with great gusto. Ho oh, bhagyam, ho oh, bhagyam, oh how lucky, for emphasis, oh how lucky are the inhabitants of Vrindavan because Krishna's become the friend. Yan mitram param. Mitram is a certain type of friend. Hmm? Didn't we hear this somewhere recently? Did I? Yeah. Mitram means for playful, hmm? like uh, we find in the Brahma Mivohan Leela. So Brahma uh, glorifies this Sakyarasa. It's apparent that this is that's his ideal from the beginning of his verse of his uh, his his prayers, with the the meditation that he gives on the the roop of, of the form of Krishna, and um, and then he goes on, of course, to having made a, these uh, statements and expressed indirectly his hankering to attain that. He goes on to very beautifully describe how to go about that by way of saying, I want to be blessed by the dust of the feet of the people of this place. And that is the way to go there. I mean, he's basically saying, to follow in the footsteps of these people, to get their blessing, I want to worship them. Hmm? I want to worship the Ragmarg. I want to worship the Ragmarg people. Hmm? I want the dust of their feet on my head. This is the way to go there, to follow in the in 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 their their footsteps, and get their blessing. So, and and it's it, it's it's notable, of course, that that the a glorification of and a, and a mention of Kamarupa Bhakti is not there in the prayers of Brahma. He doesn't have Adhikar for that, and so he he's he's silent on that. Hmm? So these chapters, from the point of view of Tattva, as I say, are important, and they're very important from the point of view of Bhava, in that they they um, very much showcase this this Samandarupa Bhakti that one desirous of pursuing, one desirous of Samandanuga uh, Bhakti, uh, embracing this, can get much inspiration uh, from, guidance from, insight from, and so on and so forth. And this, of course, it's worth mentioning, is the Leela that Prabhupada was absorbed in when he left the world. He reached somewhere in the, in the 13th chapter before he he departed, and and he was expressing the desire to circumambulate the Govardhan Hill and the bullock cart, and uh, absorbed in in this Samandarupa, uh, bhakti portrayed in these chapters as it is. So, point being here, what? That Sambhadanuga 
definitely, as we're seeing, as Rupa Goswami mentioned, it has some place. But it's not just some ancient place. It has a place in Gaudiya Sampradaya as well. As we've said before, Nityananda Prabhu is kind of the founder of the Sampradaya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the presiding deity of the Sampradaya. He's also a presiding deity, Gora Nityananda, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's own Sampradaya, it's his purpose. It's not Nityananda's purpose, other than that Gora's, Krishna's purpose is Balaram's purpose, and he wants to facilitate it in every way. So Krishna has a very extraordinary idea hmm, to taste Radha's bhava, and Balaram has come to assist him. Hmm? And um, in the form of, of Nityananda Prabhu. And he pushed forward the whole idea of worshipping Gore, as I've said before, before the Goswamis had written any books or that was a for- formalized in any way. Hmm? And, um, and his followers began initiating and started the Sampradaya. Our author of Vrindavan uh, Thakur of Chaitanya Bhagavat was initiated by Nityananda Prabhu. He was... Uh, appeared in the world, oh, about, uh, f- I think about four years, four or five years after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had left and taken taken sannyas, and uh, Mahaprabhu left the world when he was about 20 years old. He took initiation from Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And we find in Gauragana Pika that he's described as in his sentiment, imbibed from Nityananda Prabhu is that of a Saka. Kushamapita is his name and Krishna Lila is a cowherd. So, uh, as much as Nityananda Prabhu is a member of our Samfardaya, Vrindabandas Thakur is a member of our Samfardaya, we see that there's something, as I said the other day, using a term, uh, on the ground for uh, the culture and the pursuit of this Samananuga, and particularly a Sakirasa, and within that, particularly the Sakirasa mixed with um, mixed with Madhurya, because there's so much Madhurya in the Sampradaya. That said, um, Nityananda Prabhu is Balaram. He has the, the the admixture of Sakya, excuse me, of Vatsalya and Das. So we find some some exception examples of there Vatsalya Rasa, perhaps. In the Sampradaya, very few. Hmm. Um, there are stories that are told along those lines, and so it, it's it's credible. The opportunity is there, but the main opportunity of Sambandhuga um, Bhakti is Sakirasa, hmm. and we find all the immediate associates of Nityananda Prabhu they were absorbed in this, hmm. and. Uh, we also find um, Bhaktivinotaku writing about this. It's worth noting that when he tells the story of Brajanath and Vijay Kumar taking initiation and um, being asked by their guru what is their affinity, um, well, they weren't really taking initiation, I don't think, but they were asked what their affinity was, and they had been good students studying the Bhagavatam. One finds affinity for the love of Subal, one for the love of of the Manjari, and so he blesses them to that they'll in due course they'll they'll attain such, um, and it's significant what he's doing there. Bhaktivinotakur is not just telling a story; uh, he's saying that these are the two prominent forms of bhakti rasa that we find in our sampradaya. Hmm? 
Sakiras, like that of Subal, and, um, and, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, that, that's what we find in Brihat Bhagavatamrita, Gopukumar or Sarup, hmm? attain this type of Sakirasa. When we find, uh, if we look carefully at Prabhupada, we find evidence for this, um, um, evidence supporting that this was his sentiment as, as well within within Sakirasa. So, uh, so there's there's um, there's a, a place for this, a, a prominent place. Prabhupada, of course, was a huge contributor to Gaudiya Sampradaya, spreading it all over the world. It is. It, it, it's it's a kind of a resurfacing in him of this mood that was was, was there centuries past and had some prominence, but lost prominence. And um, maybe different reasons for that. I think mostly intellectual reasons and the weakening of the Sampradaya overall. Hmm? Um, wherein you had persons making a living out of out of uh, out of teaching, without uh, really teaching very much or having much much substance, um, and then the idea that well, uh, Manjari Bhav is the highest ideal, so we should have it in our group if we're going to be in the market. Suddenly, things start changing, and previous uh, gopas also have Manjari dehas and and so forth, and new literature is written and these kind of things happen, of course. Um, but in a real way, not in an artificial way, this has surfaced in the, in the person of, of Prabhupada and many, many of his, his students obviously are touched by that and um, have taken the opportunity to, to pursue it. So, then what he concludes here, he says that... Um, It is said in the Ryan of Yuhustava, I pay my respects repeatedly to those who constantly and eagerly meditate on the Lord as their husband, son, well-wisher, brother, or friend. So, from another text, we find the idea that this uh, that this is possible. Um, and in the last verse, he says, the mercy of Krishna and his devotees is the only cause for attaining Raghunuga Bhakti. Some call this type of devotion Pushti Marg. So when he says the mercy of the devotees is the only cause for attaining it, the acharyas have explained that with regard to Vaidhi Bhakti, there seems to be sometimes this possibility that you do Nishkam Karma Yoga and offer the fruits of your work to Krishna and it it leads to Bhakti. Really there's some Bhakti in it, to start with, it's only Bhakti gives Bhakti, but there seems to be some slight connection with, with, uh, with, 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 with karma, nishkam karma, as a, as a stepping stone. And this is not the case at all in Raghunuga Bhakti. Hmm? This is their point. Only by mercy, only by the mercy of the great devotees, only by the only by meeting a Rag Bhakti and coming in the lineage of Rag Bhakti. Hmm? and this coming us. Of course, Krishna could give it. That is another thing. So they want to emphasize this. And therefore, as I said, and we've said all along from the very beginning, Rupa Goswami described, it is a following. It is a freedom 
and it's often thought of as freedom from the rules and so forth. But it's a freedom that that results from following, hmm? following, attaching oneself to the wild ride of the of the brajlila, hmm? the ups and downs of of, of 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 the romantic life, directly and indirectly, being involved in that. So it moves the earth of Vrindavan, hmm? and um, and so following. It's it's about freedom, but it's about divine slavery, to put it in Sridhar Maharaj's language. We heard that in fact this morning from him speaking about it. Hmm? Incidentally, we should we should comment that uh, that w- the nature of the freedom is such that we are units of will. Hmm? We are doers. We are agents. It means we have will. It's part of the constitution of every jiva. Hmm? And at the same time, when we are under the influence of the material energy, material nature tends to suppress will. The more we lend ourselves, and we are tatasta, so we can live on either side. Hmm? That's our nature. Just the fact that we are tatasta, shakti, means that we have potential for love of Krishna. That's what Tatasta Shakti means. So the potential for Bhakti is inherent in the Jeev. Because he's Tatasta. He can live on either side. He has that capacity. It's the, the, the Jeev is an object of love, consciousness, eternal. That works well with a Leela that's about love, that's, that, that's, that's eternal, that's the end of all knowledge, and so on and so forth. Um, but... When we are under the influence of the Maya Shakti, then Maya Shakti tends to suppress our will, and there's an illusion that we're free in making choices. Prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasa ahankara vimudatma kartahamiti manyate. And it's said in science also that that some people say everything you do is really the brain. We don't agree with that. Many of the things that we think we do are done by the brain, but we're not a brain. And we're turning the brain on and making it work, and and so we're making the brain work, and then the brain's making, doing many things. But it's another way of saying, in a modern context, that the modes of nature are doing everything. We're witnessing; they're carrying out so many things, but that we think are our own actions. Of course, they wouldn't be doing that if we didn't lend our will to material nature. But the more we do, we become conditioned by material nature, and our will, our independence, is suppressed. Hmm? What do we have? We, we act in a certain way and we get material sunscar for that. So the tendency to act in that way, it becomes predominant in us and then the opportunity to choose otherwise it becomes limited. Hmm? So we, almost, we start to become like matter, hmm? basically. Hmm? I mean, we're not, we're consciousness, but we're so identified with matter that all the limitations of matter and its forms, we, we, we feel that they are our limitations and so forth, that we have to die, our form is temporary and so on and so forth. So my point is that matter tends to suppress will. Now, the, just the opposite is true with regard to the sarup shakti. The maya shakti suppresses the, the freedom, the will of the jiva, hmm? limits it, and sarup shakti facilitates it. Krishna is the supreme will. 
What is the Srup Shakti? What is the Srup Shakti's role? It facilitates his will. If he wants something, she manifests it. Hmm? He's such a sankalpa, whatever he wants, and it's, it's Rup Shakti makes it happen. Hmm? Krishna wants to taste the love of Radha, and there's a Gorlila. Hmm? Everything's assembled, and all the parts are there, and, and all the players, and so on and so forth. Hmm? So, in the same way, as the jiva comes under the influence of the Sarup Shakti, hmm, then its will is facilitated. That's why it's said in Vedanta Sutra, what, what four, one, fourteen, very important sutra. In bhava, in accordance with the Sarup Shakti, the arrangement of things, that, that means the parameters of Rasa Tattva and the, the free life of Krishna, hmm, the devotee in bhava can create a form and a family for himself, hmm? etc. So the free, so there's will, but the will is I want to please Krishna. This is this how it's centered. I want to please Krishna. The lila is moving around that the satisfaction of Krishna. Sansudir Haritoshanam. It's the prema dharma is the perfection of dharma. Dharma's perfection is determined by the extent to which. Hari's please, samsidir haritoshanam. This is dharma. It means varnashram dharma is not much of a dharma comparatively. Hmm? Hari is pleased by these things, by the chasing of Mother Yasoda, by the wrestling of uh, and pinning to the ground, uh, that uh, being pinned to the ground by by Sridham and so on and so forth. Hmm? This is what's pleasing him, as we discussed in our, our last class, more than the Vedic recitation or adherence to varnashram and so forth. And that being the these are all expressions of the devotees wanting to please Krishna, and so they want to please Krishna in different ways, and they're facilitated hmm? so the will of the jiva is facilitated by the Sarup Shakti. If we say here's two jivas hmm? they're both the same they're both Satchitananda. they're autonomous, but they're both Satchitananda. hmm like Brahman, is Satchitananda. As we said the other day, it sounds kind of like, oh, that's all they are, is Satchitananda. They don't have desires and and everything that, that a person is made out of and so forth. Well, as I said the other day, the person is a less thing. The person is a false person. Hmm? That's an I am American, that ego. I am ego, or swabhav, or nature, is vastly superior to the I am America. Hmm? You have to think of it, <laughs> what it is. I am is huge. This is Brahman. I am. Hmm? Most people in Hinduism can't think beyond that. Hmm? Most of the texts can't go beyond that. Don't speak beyond that. It's huge. Hmm? But I am a gopi, I am a gopa, this is super huge. Hmm? And, and, and so, now if you say, you, what I am is I am. This is the swarup of the jeev. Hmm? Swarup of the jeev is I am. If you put the swarup of the jeev next to material nature, it will think I am an American. If you put the swarup of the jeev, if you have ingress of bhakti, you'll start to think I'm Gopa. Hmm? 
and he will be a gopa. Hmm? But now, if two jivas are different, only in that they're autonomous from one another, but, but, but there's nothing inherently different from them, then if you bring two opportunities before them that are different, why would they choose different opportunities? If you're the same, then you would choose the same opportunities. Unless there's something different in each of you, which would cause you to choose one and another to choose another. But if there's something different in each of you, then what's the choice? In other words, you have no, it's not a choice. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Your constitution, your nature is, is deciding it, it's what you are, and so hmm? it's not really a, a choice in a sense. Hmm? But if you have two jivas, they're autonomous from one another. They're both Satchitananda, they're both I am. Hmm? And that I am, you could think, I am, well, I am is subjective. Everybody has an I am and they have a different experience of things. Hmm? Right? So you could try to posit some individuality and uniqueness and difference in the jiva in that way. But the, really, what we see, the I am is, I am turns to an objective perception of the world. Therefore, Sugadev, the Kumars, and so forth, they didn't see friends or enemies or in a subjective and clouded way. They saw objectively what the world was like, in essence, and transcended it. They saw no difference. They saw the difference to be illusory. Hmm? So, anyway... <laughs> Back to the uh, example, you take the two autonomous jivas, both they are I am, they're Satchitananda. Hmm? You bring Sakyarasa before one, you bring Madhuryarasa before another one, and then they'll go in those directions. They'll go in the direction that uh, of the bhakti that comes to them. Hmm? And that's what we've learned. By previous samskar of bhakti, not material samskar, They'll have a tendency to go, which comes from associating with devotees who have those those sentiments. They'll go in that direction. Hmm? Now, going in that direction in Sakyarasa or in Madhuryarasa, hmm, then there's some freedom in that. That's why each jiva has an individual identity as a Saka. Each one is different. Different shape, different color, different sensibilities, and all those things that we like as uh, as, as, as persons. They become a real person. And it is based on the will of the jiva under the influence of the sarup shakti in the first place that at the same time is promoting and facilitating the will that the jiva is constituted of. So there's a, well, I want to say there's a choosing in there in the context of coming under the influence of a particular um, sentiment through sadhusanga, through Guru Parampara. And so each cowherd is different. Hmm? Each gopi is different. But it's not something that's different in the Swarupa, the Tatasta. Hmm? It's something that, that is a result of coming under the influence of Swarupa Shakti and having choices in the context of that. Hmm? And there are many varieties of, when I mean, we've gone through just a couple Samboga and, and Tadbhav. And within that, there are so many types of moods of gopis, for example, and within Sakyarasa and so on and so forth. So, 
So all by, anyway, all by, by, by mercy. We get mercy of great devotees who have particular sentiments. We grow in that way. And then, then we are facilitated for really a free life and, uh, and, uh, and the meaningfullness of our surupestatasta being a unit of will really comes to the surface and is facilitated. So with that, we we conclude. There's, I guess, one final word. You see the the non-sectarian nature of Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupada when he says, and this is also called Pushti Marg. This is a reference to the Balab Sampradaya, and they'll talk about this very differently than us. But still, in essence, <laughs> they're interested in the same thing, basically. Different. We're not Balabas, but they they are interested in the Brajlila and. Uh, and there is a strong emphasis for Vatsalya Rasa there that we don't find um, manifesting in, in our Sampradaya to the same extent. Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Any question? Oh, so many questions. Uh, what does it mean that Brahma doesn't have the etiquette for mentioning a camera because it's not his focus? His focus? Yeah, it's not his focus. He's absorbed in... in um, it doesn't mean that somebody in pursuing Sakyarasa won't be able to talk about Gopi Bhava. They will from a Tatasta position, from an objective position. But we find here Brahma is, is, is now being confronted with his ideal. He's interfacing by Krishna's arrangement with the ideal that it was, he had a little spark for hmm, at the beginning of his, of his spiritual sojourn. And now, after a long, long, long time, he, he, he's, he's seeing the Sakyarasa in a very prominent way. So he's very much absorbed in this now. Hmm? So he's not going to talk about... This is what, his, this is what his, his eligibility is for. This is what he's going to talk about. He's not going to talk about Gopi Bhav. At uh, the same time, a great devotee can take a position... Uh, neutral position like Rupa Goswami has done hmm? kind of stepping back from the Bhav to write the, the Rasa Tattva and describe the basic that there are the different sentiments and these are how they work and so on and so forth hmm? it's said that Rupa Goswami stepped back from his own Bhav to write objectively about everything in Bhaktarasamrita Sindhu where he goes through the different Stai Bhavs the different Rasas and then in Ujbal Nilmani he's in his own Field, so to speak, and speaking more with much more much more depth about Madhurya Rasa. Hmm. How does that compare with Uttama's position? Because we heard with emphasis that he did, does mention the foot uh, the, the foot dust of the gopis, but it doesn't mean in any way that he wants to become a gopi. So the, there is like a parallel between Brahma mentioning the foot dust of the Sambandhanugas because that's where his feeling is. And he doesn't mention the gopis because that is uh, focus, but Uddhava does mention the Tamarupas. How could he not? He was sent to the gopis to deliver a message to them, and and he had to speak about it. The purpose of Uddhava speaking about it there is that such a learned person in the Leela, Krishna's own counselor in Dwarka, where the Vedas are known, who's Shastravit, he's saying this. He's making the point. Of this, what is the supreme position of the gopis' love? That's all. That's a point of um, important point that is made in a artfully. Hmm? Uddhava was chosen, but yes. Uh, I have a question to your previous uh, class, Guru Maharaj. 
You've mentioned that Mahaprabhu mm, uh, pursued Radhaslav through Manjari Pava. Uh, how to understand this? Like, did he become some Manjari? No, it means he shows that's the way. I mean, Mahaprabhu is making this opportunity available for the jivas. In the context of that, he shows that is the way. Hmm. It doesn't mean Mahaprabhu became a, became a Manjari or something like that. He's showing, he's, by his example and his teaching, especially he's showing through Rupa Goswami and so forth. Hmm? Yes? Um, you said that um, in in the Jiva there is like a, a potential for bhakti. I just want to um, affirm, uh, sort of, if you can confirm what I'm understanding. And in the Jiva there is a potential for bhakti that's always been there. Um, but then it gets to expressed um, through mercy and getting in touch with sentry people. But that there is no um, telling or there is no from the beginning in the jiva any kind of individual identity um, in the uh, liva. Right. Potential means, like I said, matter does not have the potential mm-hmm. to develop bhakti rasa the tatasta the name tatasta means it has potential because it can go on either side hmm? mm-hmm. it has potential to go on either side it can function in relation to the material nature um, or it can function in relation to the srup shakti the, the, the internal energy of Krishna so it has that in comparison to matter it has potential it's an object of love it has ananda in it hmm? it's eternal hmm? It's conscious of itself. Uh, so all these things are required for loving. You have to be somebody, you have to be, or you have to be uh, aware, hmm? a sense of I, existing. You have to exist to love. Hmm? You have to have some love. Hmm? And if you're enduring, well, Krishna's love is enduring. So in that way, in comparison to matter, yes, you, you, you have potential. Hmm? Now, if Krishna invites you, then by sending bhakti to you through the Guru Parampara, then with the ingress of bhakti, this is like what happens is you, you start to fall in love. Hmm? Um, you know, it's just, it's just like, you know, some, some girl has, has a crush on you, and, and so she starts to um, invisibly do things that she knows will please you without you knowing it. Hmm? I mean, some scenario like that, hmm? and then and you and, and you wow, so somebody put my shoes here like this, you know, just uh, I could step right into them, and, and oh, somebody cleaned up o- over here, and uh, and and so forth, and then you, you start to like that person without knowing who it is, and then you want to know who it is, hmm? and then you know it's it's. Uh, It's like you've got mail. You ever see that movie? No. It's a it's a famous movie. I saw part of it on on an airplane. It's a famous movie, and and and, and two people are you know emailing. They got a an internet you know relationship going on, but on the ground they have met and they don't like one another at all. Hmm. 
something like that. They don't like one another at all. And then, but then in the, on the internet, they fall in love and so forth. And as it progresses and progresses, they start to, I think the lady starts to figure out, she starts to like the guy actually. Well, she's all right. And then, but, but meanwhile, she's putting up this whole thing and she doesn't like him. And then, anyway, and then, then they agree finally on the internet, let's meet. Hmm? And then they, they meet and, and she's happy to know that it was actually him and something like that. So, so, so something like that. Before, so Krishna's coming into our life hmm? through bhakti hmm? and starting a relationship with us. This is through, through the Guru Parampara. It's happening. And gradually it starts to come into focus and we have the potential for it. And so then we, we fall in love with Krishna and then we, are, we become more than what we could be otherwise. Instead of just, I am, I am a gopa. I am a gopi. Um, we are a shakti of Krishna that has the potential to have a loving relationship with Krishna. And so, what we are, in another sense, is I am, we really are a gopi, not just I am. And certainly not I am American. Why? Because what we are is what our potential is. Hmm? In the full sense of the term. As the Tasta Shakti, we have the potential to have a relationship with Krishna. Until we have that relationship with Krishna, we have, Krishna, we have not realized who we are in the full sense of the term. Hmm? You understand? At the same time, no, there's there's no there's nothing on your soul, your atma that says, Opa. <laughs> I am so and so does. You no. Know? No. Not like that. It's like the genes. Just because genes are there it doesn't mean that they get expressed, they only get expressed in certain environments. Uh-huh. Some environments bring this gene, some environments. But you are your genes, right? So they say, you know, yeah. your genes are not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so it's simple. It's easy with something like that. Yeah. So we have a potential for a relationship with Krishna. It's like, it's also described in Chaitanya Charitamrita like an inheritance. You have an inheritance, but you have to get to a certain age until you can inherit it, and then you could be looking like a beggar on the street, and then somebody says, hey, you know, you're rich. Actually, look, here's the thing. So then you act differently, although you're the same entity. Hmm? Something like that. All right? Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Sri Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bhakti Raksak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai. Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Sastri Thakur Prabhupada Ki Jai. Sri Bhakti Vinod Paribar Ki Jai. Sri Sridharji Gopal Ki Jai. Sri Sri Gaurathinanda Ki Jai. Sri Sri Gauradamadava Ki Jai. Gold Bhakta Brinda Kijai. Gold Premanandi. Oh.